0: It is Monday, August 21st. Today, advertisers can block wildfire news, but should we? The liberation of MFAs has begun, Threads is set to go desktop, a huge glitch on X over the weekend, and the legal ruling marketers have been waiting for has arrived. I'm Todd Maffin. That's ahead, today in digital marketing. Pier 39, an ad tech company that provides brand safety tools, now lets advertisers block their ads from appearing next to news stories about the Maui wildfire. That fire has killed more than 100 people since July 11th. The company says this helps advertisers avoid negative associations with the disaster. The feature is called Fire Blocker, and it uses AI to guess at what content is on a page, then categorizes it into buckets of risk. Media buyers can then use those data points to avoid specific types of content. The company says it's doing this because of growing demand for more granular control over ad placements. Not everyone is thrilled with the idea. Digiday today published a piece interviewing some publishers and media analysts criticizing the move, saying keyword blocking punishes local news outlets that are covering the crisis. They say contextual targeting doesn't account for tone, quality, or the credibility of the content. Indeed, it seems nobody's comfortable talking about it, quoting the Digiday piece. When Digiday asked media buying agencies and brand verification companies if the Maui wildfires were specifically being blocked at the request of advertising clients, all requests were met with declines for comment or no response. Several news publishers, including The Guardian, The Washington Post and The Los Angeles Times also declined to comment on the story, unquote. Meanwhile, some Canadians are having a hard time learning about the devastating fires in Yellowknife and Kelowna. Tens of thousands were forced out of their homes by evacuation orders, but Meta is blocking all news links in the country as part of its pissing match with the Canadian government. People in the wildfire areas aren't able to share any news coverage on Facebook, Instagram, threads, or WhatsApp. They just get a message saying news is blocked in Canada. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau this morning said, quote, Right now, we are in an emergency situation where up-to-date local information is more important than ever. Facebook is putting corporate profits ahead of people's safety, unquote. In a statement to media, Meta said there are other places on its platform that people can get news from that aren't being blocked. They're called MFAs, made for advertising sites. They're usually poorly designed web pages with a bit of content, but mostly made up of banner ads, autoplay video ads, slots for Google ads, and so on. They're heavily monetized and are often part of the inventory for low-quality media buys like the various versions of audience networks out there. Sometimes these sites offer heavily discounted inventory in exchange for guaranteed spending commitments. But now, one of the world's largest media agencies is done with them, Group M says it's removing MFA publishers from its inclusion lists. Group M's move follows a similar move by Omnicom in February. Both are part of an industry trade group that's working on developing guidelines for MFA deals. But some of those publishers defend their business model, saying they provide value and scale for advertisers, especially in niche or emerging markets. They claim they're compliant with industry standards. Meta's Twitter competitor, Threads, has seen a significant drop-off in user engagement since its splashy launch. That can be expected, I guess, considering everyone wanted to kick the tires, but didn't really have a strategy for content on the site. Threads also suffers from two big omissions, at least from a marketing point of view. First, an API, which would let third-party tools like Sprout Social or Pulse and so on post to it. And second, a desktop version which would let social media content managers post without needing to use their phones. Well, that desktop version may be hours away from launch. Instagram's head said it was basically done, just being tested internally pre-launch. Also in the wings an improved search feature that's apparently coming in the next few weeks, but don't expect to be able to use or search hashtags for a while. The company said it's not even working on hashtags right now. Instagram's head Adam Mosseri said, quote, "We're much more focused on the web, on search" where I think we can meet a lot of the needs of hashtags, unquote. So your marketing intern has made a really cool image showing your product in a field of lilies. And she used a generative AI tool for it. Your team liked it so much, someone at your Monday meeting said, we should copyright that. Well, not so fast. A US federal judge has ruled that artificial intelligence cannot be the author of a work of art and therefore cannot claim copyright protection. The decision was made in a case involving an AI-generated image created by a system called Creativity Machine. The plaintiff was a company that develops neural network technologies. It sued the U.S. Copyright Office after it rejected an application to register a generated image. The image is in today's newsletter, which you can sign up to at todayindigital.com newsletter. It actually kind of looks like a Monet painting, and it was part of a series about the afterlife. A judge says human authorship is a requirement of copyright and that no work that was, quote, absent any guiding human hand, unquote, could be granted protection. She cited previous cases where animals, like a monkey that took a selfie, were denied authorship rights. She acknowledged that AI could be used as a tool for human artists to create new works, but that would raise, quote, challenging questions, unquote, about how much human input is necessary. To podcast marketing now and Apple announcing several new updates to its podcaster creator tools, including subscription analytics, delegated delivery and link integration. Subscription analytics. First of all, this is a new dashboard within Apple Podcasts Connect, where podcasters can track metrics around subscriptions and trials. Podcasters can now see how many listeners started a free trial and then converted to paid and how many monthly and annual subscriptions they have, how much revenue they're generating and so on. They can also filter the data by time period, country, and subscription status. Delegated Delivery lets podcasters publish their subscriber episodes from other hosting providers. Specifically, AudioMeans, Captivate, Podbean, Podspace, and Transistor. This means podcasters can use their preferred tools and platforms to create and distribute their content while still offering exclusive access to their subscribers on Apple Podcasts. Apple says it's expanding the service to more hosting providers in the coming months. And LinkFire integration lets podcasters access their analytics directly from the LinkFire platform to see how their campaigns are performing and optimize their strategies. Apple launched podcast subscriptions this past May. There are now thousands of shows offering paid subscriptions there. A strange glitch on X formerly Twitter, has caused images and links posted between 2011 and 2014 to disappear from the site. Apparently, the images were still on the servers, just not visible on the website. The bug affected some of the most viral moments in internet history, like Ellen's Oscar selfie that broke Twitter in 2014. That tweet was still online this weekend, but there was no image, and the t.co link didn't actually link to anything. Happening everywhere. Even images and links posted by glorious leader Musk before December 2014 continue to be offline. It caused a bit of a panic over the weekend for people whose life memories are stored there without backup. Baby photos, weddings, videos of now deceased relatives, all apparently offline. The glitch comes amid increasing instability on X, which has faced several outages since Elon made massive job cuts in October last year. X did not respond to requests for comment. And that will bring us to the Pulitzer Prize winning lightning round. Instagram is testing a new audio clip feature for notes. This will allow users to share audio notes with their contacts. It aims to enhance engagement, especially in regions with diverse languages. Audio notes can be a useful tool for users who find it easier to understand spoken language than to write it. Be Real is replacing its discovery feed with a Friends of Friends feed. Users can now see posts from their friends' connections if they opt in. The update also lets users choose which posts to share within this wider circle. Users can now also pin three past posts to their profile and tag friends using the at sign. Meta today released a guide on its evolving ad automation tools. It offers insights into the Advantage suite, detailing how each tool functions. And TikTok, too, shared its own guide today on the fundamentals of in-app ad campaigns. It provides insights on identifying selling points, creating videos, and optimizing content for the platform. Links to both of those in today's newsletter. And finally, so you're all ready for your next ad campaign. You've even booked some digital billboards to make a splash. Imagine your surprise when, instead of your ads, porn starts playing on the billboards you booked. That happened yesterday in Iraq after a hacker thought it'd be funny to broadcast X-rated video to people in the Uqa bin Nafa Square, a busy area in Baghdad. Some people speculate it was a protest against the Iraqi government's recent announcement that it planned to block porn sites in the country. Local media report the screens have been off ever since and a man is in custody. Earlier this month, Iraq's media regulator ordered all press and social media platforms operating in the country to replace the word homosexuality with the phrase sexual deviance.
1: I'm looking kind of fly got a table full of juice. Don Perry on in the handy when it
0: It's lonely here without, without Steph. <laughs> oh man. And now I have to do all the work that I hate. So surprise, we're looking for a production assistant to cover Steph's one year mat leave. Um, it's basic stuff, doing the promotional tasks, writing social media posts, some basic graphic design for our newsletter, article headers, uh, wrangling interview guests, uploading the audio files to our podcast posts, publishing the newsletter, kind of VA work. So if you're interested in that or know someone who is, please check out todayindigital.com production or tap the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening. I'm Todd Maffin see you Tomorrow,
1: you can fly got a table full the juice. Don't carry on in the handy bunny loose. Hands in the air, that's a shot of great juice. Crowd going walk cause it's what we do. i let you feel it, you feel it, you feel it. Did you put it up, put it up, then you spin Hands in the air, that's enough great juice. Don't carry on. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app.